Hi, weirdos. Ashley here with Keep It Weird. I know this isn't what you expected to hear this Friday, but I promise next week it will be worth it. This Friday, we were supposed to release our Limp Mansion Paranormal Investigation episode, but it's not done. It's almost done, but it's not done. Next Friday, we'll be releasing two episodes simultaneously. One episode is going to be the history of Lemp Mansion, Lemp Brewery, and the Lemp family. The other is going to be all about our investigation and will include clips from the investigation that are full of creepy moments, possible EVPs, and stories from our two nights spent alone in the mansion. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are going to want to skip the Lemp history episode because they assume they know everything about that story, but trust me when I tell you... You do not. I had several pages of research that I recorded in the mansion about the history, and it's literally scrapped. I ended up buying a 600-page book on the history, devoured it, and wrote an entirely new 12 pages of notes to record for you, and it adds so many interesting layers to our investigation. It explains why we felt things in certain areas, explains why we were drawn to certain things in the house, and even provided answers for me that I was looking for after my very first time channeling. That I know of. I guess that's a bit of a spoiler. But hey, get excited. So today I'm releasing one of our favorite bonus episodes. This was from Halloween of 2020 where Amy Hanselman and I researched Russian folklore and since it was such a special time of year, we got Lauren in on the action, too. So please enjoy this little slice of Halloween in May, and we will see you next week with two long episodes that'll knock your socks off. Hi, weirdos. You are listening to Keep It Beard, the Patreon bonus episode for the podcast Keep It Weird. If you are hearing this, that means that you donate $10 a month to our show and you deserve the whole world. But since I can't give you the whole world, I give you this special Halloween bonus episode. Each month, I get to sit down with my very good friend, Amy, who is here with me today. Hi, Amy. Hi, weirdos. Hi, Beardos. And as a bonus treat, joining us on the call is your full-time co-host, Lauren. Hi, Weirdos. She's here I on a Saturday. To pop in on a Saturday. <laughs> What's up, everybody? They're going to be so happy to hear your voice. <laughs> they don't get to hear this manly it voice enough. enough. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Sorry, guys. We are all, uh, we're not sick, believe it or not. We're we just, just tired. Uh, sound a little sleepy and rough around the edges today. <laughs> I think... I think we sound good. I like I that we, we all have beautiful. like. I think we all sound like very sexy. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, and Lauren, you already already have that rasp. Like, you get it. I'm sure people all the time are like, "Oh my god!" Like, your voice is amazing. I'm obsessed. When, Where me and Ashley are like, "Hey guys, what's going <laughs> on?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like the rasp. It's honestly gotten less though. When I used to smoke cigarettes, man, I was one. <laughs> 
sexy I lady. <laughs> I, you were you were on a fast pass to that like, hey, how's it going? Like uh, that old lady. Right. Yeah, it was getting kind of bad, but it's fine. Yeah, but I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> I actually liked it because she's jealous. Because I'm jealous. Yeah, because I can't be sexy. I'm like, do you want some of this? <laughs> oh my gosh, the way you guys make impressions of yourself. Those high-pitched voices are not accurate. <laughs> Neither of you sound that way. Oh, I love it. All right. Um, today, anyway. <laughs> hello, that's not what we're here for. Um, today, we're actually going to be going to Russia. Ooh, you know, excited. on our couches, but we're going to Russia, and I'm very excited. Amy's actually going to go first, and I've never heard of what she's talking about, and I can't wait. I'm so pumped. All right. So, um, I got permission to read a scary story that I read. Um, I did not ask permission if I could use their name. My my bad. That's so, I'm okay. not going to say their name or where I found it. Um, I will ask them if they want to. We can, like, drop it in or put it in the... I, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so this is not my story. This is just a story that really caught me and I think is very interesting. All right. I live in Europe where houses are old. Like many of these houses, my own, it dates to the 14th century. It's what I call semi-sentient. Sometimes it does stuff. That's okay because I love my house and my house loves me. And while it can be horribly creepy and unpleasant for somebody who it doesn't like, um, we basically bonded the first time that I set foot in it. I bought it a year and a half later and spent the next 10 years fixing it up. Maybe the weirdest thing in that context is when during renovations, a patch of plaster broke from the wall that I was not working on, revealing a beam underneath that had my great grandpa's name written on it. Whoa. Um, Hello. What? So research at the time determined that he had once volunteered to help with renovations and had (gasps) taken care of ordering the timber needed for construction. So that was the reservation mark. Oh, That's my amazing. gosh. I love that. I know. What are the odds? So she says, I may at one point have released three ghosts or something similar to ghosts while rebuilding a room, but they since moved on. And the worst thing they ever did was call me out for failure at housekeeping. They would toss empty boxes and containers that I put back in the cabinet instead of throwing them away onto the floor when I wasn't in the kitchen. Which I'm just like, yes, absolutely. I need somebody to do that. I think that I would be a lot cleaner if I had a ghost who punished me for being dirty (laughs) yeah who was like why would you not throw this away why would you just put it on the counter just lightly keeping you in check yeah yeah exactly i love it so i have these pallet heaters in my living room luckily i don't need to use them because the house stays warm enough without them i'm not touching them because there is something living behind it it's not happy and i don't want to make it any more miserable my best guess is and remains that the previous owner who had come from eastern europe brought and left behind a demo demovoy oh my god i forgot to look up how to pronounce this (laughs) um, i'm sorry i've seen this word before and i don't know either but i trust your judgment yeah, this, we're yeah, just, I'm we're gonna let you go with it and say that it's right. Yeah. Um we're gonna just go with that, but if anybody is like, I think that's how you pronounce it, don't no no, don't trust me. <laughs> just <laughs> look it up for yourself. <laughs> Brought and left a hi- behind a demovoy. It's sulking, it doesn't apparently wish to be adopted, and sometimes it plays annoying jokes. Like one time when I had a friend over for a few weeks and they were totally into hazelnut, so I bought two bottles of hazelnut flavored 
coffee syrup to put in the coffee. I'd place them on the counter, and they vanished. We spent several days looking in all of the likely and unlikely places until in a moment of exasperation, I walked over to where the sulky, unhappy thing sits and snapped at it to fucking give the syrup back because we aren't amused. (laughs) We left the room after that, spending the next hour or so in a different room, then walked back into the living room and there, stuck in the middle of the table, stood two bottles of hazelnut syrup. Oh, me, oh, my. It's creepy. So... Basically, her house was owned by this family, this Eastern European family, for like 10 years. Then they moved out. Some other dude bought it, and he had it for like a year and a half. And then he sold the house. So what she thinks happened is that the Eastern European family brought the Demovoy to the house and then didn't want it anymore when they left. And so now he's just stuck at the house. Ah, that's sad. Yes. But that's I very also, sad. I really, really like the idea that the house itself is alive. Yeah. Like, and has a personality, um, which makes me think of my apartment, and my apartment's personality kind of sucks. <laughs> Your apartment yeah. is rude. <laughs> like, well, and that's that's why I was like, when I read this story, I was like, I have to do the Demovoy. And so I did do research on it, but I was like, I also want to read all this shit that happened at her dope ass house. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I was like, this house is amazing, and I'm not done yet. Oh, so oh, gosh. She's, there's more of her story, which isn't that exciting. Buckle up, buckle up, Buttercup. Okay. <laughs> so this house was owned by a person who had absolutely no sense of how to handle an old house. She's talking about the owner right before her. He had no skills in a craftsman as a craftsman. With anything this old, you're pretty lost if you can't do repairs on your own. Could you imagine having like a 600-year-old house? No. Yeah. My gosh. You better fucking know what you're doing. Yeah, I, I li- hope so. I literally say this on our episode that's coming out next Friday. I was like, I just want an old house. And, right. and Joe's always like, you know how much work goes into an old house? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. You're going to do gonna it. I'm going to make somebody else <laughs> do it. And then it'll be fine. <laughs> Well, and also, like, I grew up in, like, a hundred-year-old house, which, mm-hmm. you know, it definitely had its quirks, but um, if you're growing up in, like, a 500-year-old house, yeah, that's, that's like, insane. okay, well, no. the roof caved in, I guess. Yeah, we were <laughs> That's just bed. how we live now. <laughs> the end. That, that happened to my friend. We were going to Puerto Rico, and the night before we were going to Puerto Rico, we had a drink uh, at her work, and we were just hanging out. And then she was like, oh, my God, I have to go. And I was like, why? And she was like, the ceiling caved in in my apartment. Oh, boy. How? Just normal. Yeah. So the original plaster is like an old house just caved in. Luckily, the cats and people were not in the living room at the time. So everybody was OK. Thank goodness. And then and then she was like, I feel so bad that I'm just like going to Puerto Rico. And I was like, don't. No, get out of there. Don't feel bad <laughs> right. at all. He can figure this out. He's an adult, too. Anyway. Oh, goodness. So uh, in between the family from Eastern Europe who did the majority of the basic renovations and me, she's talking about that one guy, um, he'd come in to get some mail that was accidentally delivered to my house instead of his new place, and the displeasure at his presence within the walls was almost tangible. He could not get out fast enough. I've learned to trust my house's take on people. I've had friends sleep over who are prone to nightmares and reported the soundest sleep ever all the way to sleeping through like a major thunderstorm. And then I've had another person who was saying not only could I not get any sleep to speak of because stuff kept 
kept shifting and waking them up. Uh, or they could not get any sleep because stuff kept shifting and waking them up. Windows were coming open in fucking January. Ugh. And Ooh. the heating in the guest area died three times within a week. She said thrice within a week, which I think is okay because she's European. Thrice. Uh, <laughs> died thrice within a week. And when it was working, the thermostat thermostat kept resetting itself. Uh, ended up having to put an end to that particular friendship half a year later when the person in question did some extremely inappropriate things. Oh, shit. The house knew. Yeah. The house always um, knows. <clears throat> yeah. Which is like... It's like how when your dog doesn't like somebody. I was yeah. just thinking that. I was like, the house is basically like a pet that can sense somebody is negative. Yeah. My cats are My useless is- at that because Gabby is just like, you human, do you want to touch? <laughs> it's true. Doesn't matter. Like a serial killer could come in here and she'd be like. Mm-hmm. She definitely snuggled up belly. to a murderer for sure. Um, Sissy's the same way, so you're fine. She she barks at everybody that she sees for like a second, and then she chills out, and then she's like, "I love you, and you are my best friend. You can you can murder my family if you want. I understand." <laughs> oh gosh, the family that left the Domovoy has pretty much abandoned their heritage to the point of changing their names to local versions and not speaking their original language even at home anymore. Um, so I suspect the leaving behind was quite deliberate. I haven't asked since they don't like to discuss anything related to their family's past. Interesting. Yeah. So now I'll go like more into what the Demovoy are. Uh, so they're house spirit guardians. They're connected to the family who owns the house where they live, not the home itself. In traditional households, the oldest member of the family is supposed to invite the Demovoy with them if they move to a different house. Or not, if you fucking are rude and you don't want to bring it with you, I guess. Yeah, and then it's just but, like, what, lost? <laughs> yeah. So, like, she said uh, in her story, like, so the reason it was, like, messed up because it was, like, in different comments that she was leaving on this post she said she tried to adopt it and it like just doesn't want to be adopted. Just doesn't want to come along. Yeah, basically. It had a family. Yeah. It had a family <laughs> and now it doesn't. And she was like, do you want to be a part of my family? And he was like, eat a bag of dicks, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so they are small, hairy and have beards. Uh, and they basically look like a gnome. Sometimes they look like an ancestor of the family or the master of the house because even ghosts are sexist. Uh, They're only (laughs) men. Um, So they can look like a dog or a cat or a snake or a small boy. So generally you don't see Demovoy. They're they're generally heard. They'll like yell or bang around the house. Like a poltergeist. Yes. Yeah. Um, They're generally less active than a poltergeist as far as right. like the negativity goes unless well we'll talk don't worry i'll get there <laughs> okay so they usually live under the stove in the middle of the house or underneath the threshold so um you know how it's rude to greet somebody over the threshold of a door what i didn't know that was a thing 
Oh, okay. It's like not, I mean, it's not like really a thing anymore, but I have heard that people are like, it's not, it's not polite to like greet someone in the threshold of the door. Are you supposed um, to like invite I mean, them in first? Is that the yeah, etiquette? Yeah, oh. I think so. And apparently in, in Russia, it's incredibly bad luck oh. to greet people over the threshold because if your Domovoy lives under the threshold, you're pissing him off. Okay. That makes sense. I was going to say, right. I'm white trash. I don't know any polite me either things to do or like how to set a table like i'm just a garbage person that is roaming the (laughs) earth really (laughs) all that stuff is all that stuff is really stupid i do think i guess not greeting somebody over the threshold makes sense just because you're it's like just come come in the house and take off your coat and then we can hug it's cold out you're letting in the air especially in russia True. Oh yeah, it Russia is, is chilly. just it's cold. The vodka's getting out of the room. Close the door. <laughs> the aroma of the vodka's leaving the room. Hurry. Get inside. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so they're generally peaceful if they're treated well and they will help with chores. Nice. So if you give them gifts like milk, bread, salt, or tobacco, they're more likely to help around the house. Hell yeah. These dudes will get bitchy if the house gets too messy, which like, you fucking know how to clean too. So, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Guess. Like, what the fuck? You're living here rent free. Like, right. Yeah. Put in some work. Yeah, like I could like throw shit at you and make you leave. Um, <laughs> they they don't like swearing, especially at the dinner table. Which once again, why is that a thing where it's like, uh, you have to be extra polite at dinner? Why? I have Can't we no just, idea. Ugh, I like, don't get it. Get your elbows off the table. Fucking why, man? Why? I want the support. That's, the elbows like, help me eat. Yeah, maybe yeah like, exactly. Maybe I get it if it's like a fancy dinner, but like if I'm at home in Walnut Hill, Illinois with my elbow on the table, if someone was like, elbows, I'd be like, do you know where you are? Yeah, get over it, please. I'd also be like, I'm 34 fucking years old. <laughs> <laughs> if That's I want to put too. my elbow wherever I want to, with consent, obviously. Uh, I'm going to fucking do it. That's true. Why do people care about shit like that? I think about that. Like, I I remember, like, being a kid and, like, I would have my elbows on the table at, like, Thanksgiving and people were like, Amy, Amy, strong and able, get your elbows off the table. And no. I was like, I still don't know why. I hate that that rhyme exists. <laughs> you, have you like never heard it? it? No. I've never oh, heard it either. I like it. Uh, I guess my I guess I'm less white trash than you guys. You, guys, you really are. I'm starting to learn. Me and Ashley are like true, true trash. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm slightly more of a city girl. Uh, I did not grow up in the city, but I grew up closer than you guys. So I must just have that extra bit of culture. Oh, jeez. No, you totally do. Yeah, I just have fancy, fancy parents. My uh, my elbows are rough from all the the elbows on the table. Calloused elbows, Calloused from elbows. the number of times <laughs> they've rested on the table. Oh yeah, well my elbows are ashy as fuck right now. Uh, so well, we're, none of us <laughs> Not... are in like super great shape right now. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yes. do not leave food or knives out because he might fuck with your food and take your knife to go and do stuff knife stuff they steal shit all the time so if your house is messy demovoy will pull poltergeist shit or 
Smother people in their sleep. Stop this. Um, party. Yeah. Like, not to death. But, oh, but just enough so you maybe but they'll stop come and they'll for a just smother sack. you. Yeah, and so that you wake up and you're like, "What the fuck?" And the Demovoy is like, "You left pizza boxes out." <laughs> I wonder I'm if that's pissed. sort of like their their you know mystical explanation for sleep paralysis. Oh, probably that makes sense. That um, does make cause sense because you can't really breathe when you have that, or your right. your body is breathing, but your mind is saying like you have to breathe, like you're not breathing, but like right. your body is, you're fine. You're and not you're feeling die. that weight, like you think yeah. you're being smothered. Interesting. Yeah. So if your demovoy is happy, laughing and dancing and singing, or if he gives you a warm touch, it means things are, um, good things are probably going to happen to your family. And a cold touch means death. Wow. Oh, well, oh, right. Okay. And that's it. That's what I've got. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. I like these little yeah. guys. So I was going to say, they're fascinating. Did I gnomes, had never heard of them. Me did either. gnomes exist before these guys, or are gnomes based off of these guys? Like the lawn gnomes, I wonder. Um, I mean, I would think that these are older because it's like, you know, uh, in the in the third century or right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know, you know the so- origins of gnomes, especially like lawn gnomes. And I wonder if this is it. This totally could be it. I mean, these it's sound absolutely. like actual little gnomes that just they kind sort of have of an like, evil side. Yeah. They sort of like guard the entrance to your home. Everyone right. always has them out front. That's true. A house guardian. There you yeah. go. That strangles you. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. kind of wants to kill Actually. you and to clean your shit up. It doesn't strangle you. It smothers, smothers you. Smother, smother, smother. Right. Chill totally out. Different. Totally different. Their hands Ashley, aren't relax. big enough. <laughs> Their hands aren't big enough for strangling. They're oh, only big enough for little smothering. hands. They are. They're just little guys. And they like, it's so cute because when they try and choke you, it just kind of tickles. Yeah. It's like a massage. Some people get excited about that. Oh, okay. This kind of reminds me of, um, <laughs> do you remember the movie The Borrowers? Oh, yes. No. Uh, it was, heard of was it. it a Disney movie? John Goodman was in it. I think so. And it was also a book because I definitely yeah, read definitely the book when book. I was younger and was obsessed. Um, but it came out when I was like in grade school and it's about these like little people that live in your house. Like they're all over. They live in everyone's house, but you like follow them uh, in this story. They live and in if you house, ever wonder why something is missing, the borrowers have usually like taken yeah. it under the stairs to their little area or something. Yeah, all their furniture is made out of like thimbles and yeah, tiny okay napkins. I I'm I'm looking it up and I feel like it does look a little familiar. You're right. I, I mean it does absolutely sound to me exactly the same. Yeah, only these they're tiny. They're like they can fit in my coffee mug. Um, so I don't oh. think they can do any smothering or anything. No smothering. I don't think they could throw Whoa. a box across the room. No, they just mostly just steal. They borrow. They borrow. They, they borrow. don't steal. They borrow. Well, they're we'll a little kind. We'll to find out. Yeah, we'll need to see if this was the inspiration for all the little guys to come. Amy, you said, um, is this the fireplace ghost? Uh, yeah. So I was wrong. I I had read this story like a week or two ago and then mm-hmm. wanted to do it. And I was like, it's a fireplace ghost. It's a fireplace ghost. It lives in the stove. And I was oh, just Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, because when you said fireplace ghost, I was like, excuse me. Yeah, that's sounds But stove, no, and that, yeah, stove is the same. That's why I couldn't find out about it because I was Googling like 
house spirit fireplace and it was like check out this cool fireplace light up ornament with a ghost on it just some halloween so, decoration yeah so i just had to like read through the the website where that comment was posted and just find it because i was like this is i'm never also google's algorithm algorithm can bite my ass but this was also my fault because i was like i don't know bear bears Bears, house bears. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, man. House bears. All right. So, Ashley. I'm in Russia, too. What are you too. bringing to the raspy table? Oh, my goodness. What are you bringing to the raspy table? Um, Today, I'm going to talk about my girl. I'm going to be talking about Baba Yaga or Baba Yaga or Baba Yaga today, however you want to pronounce it. She was a figure that almost made it into our Boogeyman episode, but she got cut yes. for time. But I still want to talk about her. So Aww. here we are. There was just so much to say. Yeah. So, Bubba Yaga, what does it mean? Apparently, I haven't seen the John Wick movies. I think I saw the first one. I didn't really like it. But apparently, in one of the John Wick movies, there's a Russian mobster slash assassin that they refer to as Baba Yaga. And in the film, they say it translates into Boogeyman. But that's not true. Like, Baba Yaga is a boogeyman but actually we don't know what the what Baba Yaga actually translates to the legend is Slavic so you can assume that the translation would be Slavic as well so Baba is easy that means old woman or grandmother or witch which is hilarious it's the <laughs> same is. word for all three um, witch okay. and yeah. grandma wow. okay I'm seeing a lot of sexism today <laughs> yeah, in these right? stories and I don't approve well not into Baba it. Yaga actually ended up being kind of a feminist icon so we'll get to that but Bubba is sort of related to Babushka, which is also grandmother. Um, and isn't in it like Busha? I feel like that's like Polish Busha. or something. Yeah, Busha. maybe. So it's Busha. all connecting. Yeah. Uh, but ya- Yaga, like no one knows. Like it's not really a, a word uh, now, today. So no one really knows what it means. They think it comes from various Slavic words meaning abuse, snake, or wicked. So Baba Yaga basically translates to either like terrible old witch or spooky grandma (laughs) (laughs) can we go with spooky grandma yeah um spooky Uh. grandma works so baba yaga is a part of russian for folklore 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 love good folklore folklore she shows up in a ton of their stories like she shows up in like seven or eight famous russian fairy tales like she pops up everywhere and it's actually pretty cool because she has no other origins she's completely slavic so a lot of creatures are like Greek legends with different names and attributes like sprites and leprechauns and even like the Dumovoy might have come from like a, a house sprite or something. Right. But she mm-hmm. like is totally original. She never existed before this. And one legend is that the devil himself cooked up 12 evil women just to make her. <laughs> oh, like he boiled them together. Yeah. Cooked like them a up. Stew? Like a stew. Oh. And out oh, came Baba Yaga. Um, I love no, her okay. physical appearance. Um, for her physical appearance, she supposedly has an unnaturally long nose, like touches the floor when she's standing. <laughs> and no, when she's no. sleeping, it grazes the ceiling. Like that's how long her nose is. She has iron teeth. 
What? They're made of iron. Iron teeth. Oh. And she is skin and bones, but she's apparently kind of large. She's not like a frail little lady. I guess she's sort of enormous. Like there are stories where she's laid across her cooking stove that stretches from one end of the house to the other. And she's like on most of it. So she's a big oh. lady, which is creepy. It's very creepy. And like most witches throughout history, she does fly, but the Bubba Yaga is way too interesting to ride an old broom. She rides around in a huge mortar, which if anyone doesn't know what that is, I have a mortar and pestle to mince garlic and crush up different nuts and muddle fruit. Do you know? the yes. They're like mm-hmm. stone bowls. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing, only it's huge, and she steers it with an enormous pestle. And, oh my gosh. Like obviously when you like see a, a drawing of it or like you picture it, the image brings about the like traditional witch image of the cauldron. Mm-hmm. Because it's True. that shape. Um and like witches' cauldrons, like why do they have them? Why are they associated with witches? Everyone had a cauldron uh back then because that's how you cooked stuff over a fire. But the Baba Yaga mortar is definitely like the original witch tie to that kind of imagery and the giant pestle definitely looks like a broomstick and the fact that she like uses it to steer also mirrors the image we have of traditional european witches riding on their broomsticks i don't know why but as you're describing this i'm imagining her in like a mario kart race and that's her go-kart and she's steering around just crushing toad and bowser making her way i like it i like this imagery yeah, she basically just rides around uh, steering her mortar and she grabs children and and crushes them up and eats them. So does she only grab mean, bad little children? No, she'll or eat anybody. She... Oh, okay. man. Anyone you come across. And not just kids. She kills men, too. She actually kills a lot of men. Oh, well, I mean. <laughs> all right, then I'm on her side. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of, nothing personal. Uh, you know, I know that you have a son, but um, most men are garbage. It. Yeah. Worth it. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> her house is fantastic. The mm-hmm. Baba Yaga lives in a log cabin style house that's perched on top of a pair of giant moving chicken legs. <laughs> oh, yes. Like the house can walk. That's awesome. Like it can move. That's some house moving castle. Yes. Shit. So like if the house wants to turn around, like if it doesn't want to let you in, it'll just like stand up and turn around. So you can't get to the door. Nah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Bitch, you're ugly. Fix your face. No, not coming in. The door's keyhole is full of razor sharp teeth. And the. Well, I mean, whose keyhole isn't? Is the thing. Yeah, they are all sharp. Like, you're putting your key in it. True. Like, it's not. I feel like even back then, they weren't like picking locks with their fingers. True. I mean, maybe it's just scary if you like put your eye up to it because you want to get a glimpse at the Bubba Yaga and then all of a sudden you see chomping teeth coming at you. Right. That's true. Well, don't be a nosy bitch. True. So (laughs) stop trying to spy. And also, don't be like such a pansy you can't knock on the door. Like, ding dong ditch her. Right. Oh, don't ding dong ditch her. She can come after she you can, in her in her mortar in her weird fucking bucket. Like why? That's those don't move like that. Okay, they fly. Her flies. Story. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, I didn't even like imagine that. Like she can soar over people. Yeah. If she wants. I don't know why. I guess I missed that you said that she was flying. So I just thought that she was like rolling around. 
cruising around town in her fucking bowl <laughs> like it like a real slow lady like she has to like spin around and like she uses centrifugal force yeah, to get it exactly. to move forward yeah oh, for sure uh no it's it flies and you'll like this the fence around her hut is made of human bones topped with lamps that are made of the skulls of the witch's male victims yes oh. Thank you. I needed that yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. That she uses them as lanterns. She puts fire in them. She's a bad I bitch. It. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah, dude. Lizzo should write a song about her. <laughs> she should. That's hilarious. Yeah. She should. Get some fucking flute in there, man. <laughs> Please. Well, you take all that into account and you're like, this witch is evil and very obviously a bad guy. But the thing is, is that like she's not always a bad guy. Like a lot of the Russian stories have her chasing and gobbling up children and grinding them up in her mortar. But she's also portrayed sometimes as a mother nature figure, um, which is interesting because nature itself is sort of like beautiful, but also extremely dangerous and can sometimes be seen as evil when you look at like what it can do to uh us <laughs> mm-hmm. uh can mm-hmm. murder us so in a lot of stories she's very helpful and monstrous simultaneously there is a famous russian fairy tale it's it's the original cinderella it's called vasilisa the beautiful it's about a pretty young girl who lives with her wicked stepmother and two stepsisters who i assume are ugly and <clears throat> the stepmother's cruel Runs her ragged with chores. She's able to get them all done with the help of a magical doll that her mother gave her before she died instead of like talking mice, which I don't know Mm -hmm. in the like Hans Christian Andersen Cinderella. I don't really know that one. I know the Disney version, but I don't know like if she was helped by mice in the story. I don't know. It was probably like all of fucking Disney movies. Probably the actual story is like it was a rat with razor blades. <laughs> who, Something so who depressing. Was like, who was like, I know how to sew. <laughs> and then they like made it way cuter for Disney because they do that with all that shit. I know. They do. I know that the Hans Christian Andersen Cinderella, at some point, Cinderella's foot gets chopped in half to fit into the shoe. I was just going to say, I bet there's uh, something no, horrific no with the glass slipper. It's her... Her sister, so one of her sister cuts off her toes. Yeah, I do remember this for some reason. Okay, and the other sister cuts off her heel. Ah, that's worse. That's way worse. And so, whichever one, like they get the shoe on, and Prince Charming is, I don't know, a fucking bimbo for sure, major, (laughs) major himbo, and. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he's like, well, the shoe feels really red and wet. <laughs> and also, it's it's a see-through shoe. Yeah, like, you can you immediately be like, yeah, like, what's up with your toes? Hang on, why are they you don't have them. Why are they just <laughs> they bloody have stumps? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. This is your story. <laughs> Um, no, no, I appreciate that. that side note because I don't remember that story. But when Vasilisa is old enough to marry, her stepmother decides to get rid of her so that her beauty would stop distracting suitors from her actual daughters. So she sends her basically to die. She sent her to on a mission to steal fire from Baba Yaga. And so 
Vesalisa, that's it's a hard word. There's a lot of I's and L's smushed together. <laughs> so when I first read this, I was like, is that word just Vulsa? <laughs> because it was on a website where like I could not decipher if there was an I or an L. Oh my gosh. So Vesalisa goes to the chicken leg hut and is immediately caught by Baba Yaga. She's a witch. But Yaga doesn't immediately kill her and asks her, like, why she's there. So Vesalisa tells her the whole shebang, and Baba Yaga decides she's not going to kill her. She's going to put her to work to pay for the fire. So she basically, like, works her to the bone, which, again, um, Vesalisa survives with the help of her little magic doll. And Baba Yaga terrorizes the girl with all her witchy stuff, like disembodied hands in the hut like doing work just like hands around which that image was very creepy to me no i don't like that (laughs) um well sort of like thing thing is great yeah yeah that's what i thought but i i don't think as like funny and i don't think he could ride a little skateboard maybe (laughs) yeah and it's like did they know sign language so that you could communicate yeah or were they just like creepy hands like walking around and doing small chores yikes yeah So anyways, uh, creepy hands and, you know, obviously the whole like eating children was not super uh, great for Vesalisa. She was very scared. And in the end, Baba Yaga gives her the fire inside of a man's skull, um, as you do. And uh, Vesalisa goes home and burns the manor down with her stepmom and stepsisters inside. Oh, perfect. That's awesome. I, I love that. Such a happy ending. Well, then like she gets to marry a czar. And she <laughs> That's lives a great happily ending ever for her. after. There's really literally happy. nobody loses from that story. No. Baba Yaga gets a nice friend to hang out with mm-hmm. for a little bit. Keep and her terrorize. company. And terrorize. <laughs> and that's fun for her. And then she gets to murder her whole family and marry a czar. And literally no one is the victim here. No one. Sounds like a lot of winners. I like that story. But yeah, so it's like. Baba Yaga, like, had sympathy for the girl, but also wasn't going to just, like, help her without getting yeah. anything in return. Sure. Yeah. She was like, hard work is important, and I want to be ethical. I don't want to just give you something. <laughs> I can't just hand it it's over. It's funny that Vesalisa came, and she was like, my stepmother works me to the bone with chores, and now she sent me here to die to get rid of me. And Baba Yaga's like, hmm, you know who else needs chores done? <laughs> <laughs> good idea um, but, but also <laughs> i'd rather have bubba yoga on my side than like some fucking idiot yeah i'd rather have a witch is on my side. just like a mortal like cool congratulations on you know maybe dying someday <laughs> like that's pathetic <laughs> bubba yoga would never she would never stoop to that level bubba, bubba yaga also breeds horses that she'll sell you um, cute. So, are they magical? Uh, not, no, the horses aren't magical themselves. They're not magical. So They're just, just regular old horses. horses. That's just a hobby of hers. Okay, side job. But yeah, okay. like hearing all these stories, it's like, what the fuck is going on with this witch? Is she a cannibal? Is she a mother figure? Will she help you? Will she kill you? Well, one explanation for why she can be so bipolar and why in some stories she can be killed and then literally pop up again in the next story or later on in the same story is that there are multiple Baba Yagas. And this can be interpreted two ways. One, sometimes Baba Yaga is seen in three as a trio of old sisters 
which is a very traditional witch image, the three witches mm-hmm. together. Or two, it could be that Baba Yaga, again, the translation is just like Wicked Witch or Spooky Grandma. There could be hundreds. It could just be a name for that kind of witch in the woods. Yeah. And not like the name of this woman. Mm-hmm. But without the Baba Yaga, we wouldn't have the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Oh. We wouldn't have. Well, thank God. I know. Thank God for her. We wouldn't have the Blair Witch. We wouldn't have the witch, the movie, the witch that just came out. Like she is the original evil witch or three witches in the woods that eat children and put men's heads on spikes. <laughs> I adore her. She is the OG. She's the best. She sounds amazing. I've never seen the Blair Witch Project because duh, yeah. but um, I've heard that it is very good movie. It is, it is. so good, and it I, I so I saw it in like you know nineteen probably like two thousand two thousand one. I think I waited till it was on VHS, and obviously scared the pants off me. And I've watched it probably every two or three years since. Like Joe and I just watched it a week and a half ago. It still scares me. I need to watch it again. I yeah. feel like I'd still have nightmares for sure. Amy, you can't watch it ever. Do not ever watch Blair Witch Project. Wait, why can't Amy watch it? So, because I'm such a scaredy cat. So when I, so when it came out in theaters, I was, um, I think I was 13 and my sister was 17 and she went to go see it and she made me sleep with her <laughs> for like two weeks, I think, but I could never fall asleep in her bed. Like I just wouldn't fall asleep, but I had a twin bed. So I would be, I would have to go to bed in my twin bed and then she would have to wake me up at one thirty in the morning to bring me into her room so that I could actually fall asleep in her bed. Wow. That is a lot of work. And there were times where I would just be like, no, Lori, I'm so tired. Please don't make And she was like, I will not I can't sleep. be oh. able to sleep <laughs> if you do not. She was like, you have to. You are my sister and you love me and you have to help me. And then so I was like, all right, well, if my sister, who's four years older than me and actually likes spooky movies, is, that is this scared? scared? I'm never watching it. Fair. I will. I will die. I told I already told you guys about how the time somebody described the um Oh, fuck. What is that gay icon closet Babadook. monster? Babadook. But my friend told me what the Babadook was about. He spent two minutes describing it to me, and I had you to sleep out. with my closet door closed. <laughs> Amy, I love that about you so much. And I, I never cared about my closet door being open. I was like, that's fine. I know that there's no closet monster. And then my friend was like, yeah, it's like uh, allegorical for, you know, depression. And I was like, wow, that's very interesting. And then I was like, there's a depression monster. <laughs> also, the Babadook is legitimately one of the scariest, like, horror movie ghosts so or monsters scary, I've Amy, ever seen. Like, don't watch it. I actually just watched it the other night as one of my, like, Halloween screenings. I hadn't seen it in a while. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy buckets. I was home alone first of all so like why all the lights were off i was home alone and i was snuggled up in my bed with a nightlight on for the rest of the night till alex got home because i was not well he's so scary and it's like a beautiful story like it's it's such a beautiful movie so it's a shame that like oh amy you won't get to experience that but it is so fucking scary well, very scary so my friend who told me about it i do he did like kind of tell me about the ending yeah. and it does sound 
like a very good movie. It also sounds like it is a very helpful movie to people who have yeah. um, mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it ju- can just be very helpful. Um, but also, uh, you know, when people make fun of the Babadook for being gay, it's like, yeah, it probably was a Netflix mistake. Yes. However, it also very much sounds like very similar to that experience of being gay and in the closet figuratively True. and like trying to accept that. So a lot of people I think see it that way, but also Netflix was just like fucking <laughs> Netflix <laughs> oh. was just like LGBT baby. And it's I like, know. excuse it's- me. Yeah. It's the best error they've ever made because all of the memes that came from it were perfection. <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing is Baba Yaga saying Yas Queen. Oh. I... <laughs> uh, <laughs> or not Baba Yaga. Baba Duck. Uh, Baba Duck. The Baba Duck. Got... Well, they have similar. They, they do. I wonder if they're related. Yas Queen and I am Baba Shook. That was my favorite one, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Baba Shook. <laughs> Yeah, and it also kind of makes sense um, as, like, an LGBT movie if you think about the fact that, like, you can't ignore that part of you. Like, you have to address it. If you don't, it will eat you alive. Like, it will kill you eventually. Um, So you have to come face to face with it and and that's yeah the symbolism through the whole movie is like you have to face it and you also still kind of have to like feed it and keep it at bay for the rest of your life because it's it's always going to be there but you can keep it tame yeah which is basically just like please fucking go to therapy (laughs) yeah true your therapist can help you nurture this monster yeah Baba Yaga actually ended up being coming kind of a feminist icon because she was an unmarried woman who lived her life as she pleased during a time when that wasn't a thing that women got to do. And you have to remember, this was long before like the French and English European witches, uh, which is where we always mm-hmm. assume that we get all that legend, lore and imagery. But really, a lot of that started with Baba Yaga in Russia. But in most like history of witches articles or documentaries or whatever, she's kind of left out. Which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. But not. I know that we don't speak Russian and a lot of our listeners probably don't speak Russian. Maybe none of our listeners do, but there is a Baba Yaga official TikTok and it's amazing <gasps> and you should all check it out. It's just, uh, I think it's babayaga.official and it's this guy or girl, I'm not sure, in a Baba Yaga costume going around Russia and it's all in Russian. So that's the only thing that's like, Oh, I can't understand what they're saying, but it's hilarious. And she like dances and she raps. (laughs) Oh, I'm so into it. (laughs) That makes sense. It's the best. Uh, Because I think I, I think I told you that ever since you told me you were doing Baba Yaga, you were seeing a bunch of stuff. I was seeing shit about it on TikTok and I would I would see like, you know, somebody, you know how on TikTok there's always like, okay, so like for part one, so Baba Yaga was, yeah. and I would be like, no, <laughs> uh, and, and actually I prepared, um, I, we don't need to do it though, um, you inspired me because I saw somebody be like, I'm going to tell the story of Baba and I was like, no, and he was like, Anushka, and I was like, oh, who is this? Who is so it? So I'll tell that story next time. Ooh. You're leaving us with yeah, a cliffhanger. you're leaving us on, a, yeah. on the edge of a cliff. I mean, I guess I can do it like super, super, super fast. Yeah, you can wait. You can um, save it. Don't, so we can save it. 
Yeah, I just thought it was funny that we could both do like the Slavic shit and also two bubbas. Two bubbas. Two little bubbas. I guess I I do have like a little tiny story. Ashley, I already told you this, but um, listeners, if you remember, you're the other Amy. Oh, yeah. uh, Everybody's favorite psychic. So she has moved to the Denver area and we are friends. So I live in a, my apartment is like 100 years old and um, I'm usually not sensitive to stuff. And honestly, it's never really been an issue for me, but I was seeing shit out of the corner of my eyes constantly when I was in my bedroom. Mm. Um, And it was fine. I was dealing with it. I'd never felt malicious, but I was like, whatever. So uh, other Amy came over to dye my hair and we were sitting out in my backyard looking into and she was looking into the house and suddenly like she got that look in her eye that she gets when she sees a ghost that she doesn't something's up yeah and she doesn't want to freak you out and i was like no i know exactly i was like just tell me and she was like oh do you like experience anything and i was like yeah i see like um a lot of shadows like on the ground out of the corner of my eyes um and they and she was like oh you feel like it's many and i was like oh, fuck yeah i do god damn it like no, just, she's she's like a teacher who's like just asks questions to get you to the yeah, answer she never right? says yeah. it she's just like and then yeah. what did that smell like and i'm like garbage she's like, she's, like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's guiding you there the whole time yeah and uh but anyway she was like do you feel very like confused when you're just like walking around your apartment and i was like yeah sometimes which is weird because you know when you go through a doorway your brain resets but i'll just be like standing in my living room and i'll be like i'm gonna go to the store and i'm going to get and suddenly i'll be like i don't remember and she was like it seems like you have a dude in your house he's not he's very neutral he's not mean or nice he's just confused and he probably died of like Alzheimer's or dementia. Oh. And that's why he's so confused. And she's like, he's just wandering around in your apartment. And she was like, do you want me to make him leave? And I was like, I mean, you don't have to. He's not bothering me. But like, but like, yeah, he could go. And she <laughs> she didn't tell me that she that she told him to leave. But it, I definitely noticed a change after that. And I asked her the next time I saw her, I was like, hey, did you like get that ghost out there? And she was like, well, I tried. I told him he was dead and I told him to leave. Oh, wow. So, yeah, apparently that's the answer that if somebody's bothering you, if a ghost is bothering you, she was like, yeah, like 90% of the time, they just don't know they're dead. You have to let them know. You could just be like, hey, did you know you're dead? And they'll <laughs> be, like, simple as that. be like, what? Yeah. 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 She she told me about... uh. Well, it's not my story, so I'm not going to tell you. But she, like, she just tells ghosts a lot of the times, like, did you know that you're dead? You can cross over and you're dead. And you're dead. And you can just be dead. Well, I wonder if some dead. of them, I wonder if some of the, like, the more malicious ghosts that cause problems, I wonder if they're people who, like, maybe weren't so great in life and they're afraid to cross over because they're afraid they're going to go somewhere bad. Yeah. So they just refuse and they just stick they think around. The afterlife, afterlife is going to be worse. So they hang around as long as they can. Yeah. Like if they were a murderer yeah. or a rapist or like something and then they, they're just like, no, I can't. I know I'm going to hell. And it's like, hey, guess what? There is no hell. So go. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all seen the Frighteners. True. So we yeah. all know that that is totally your valid. 
But also, it seems like from what Amy was saying that a lot of people, they don't know they're dead or they're afraid to cross over because they like want to come back or they they like they want to be on earth yeah and and so it's like yeah you're gonna come back but just in a different body yeah so get out of here but they don't necessarily know that um right but then so i got my my house was pretty good i was not seeing the shadows or anything and i wasn't feeling confused and then i went over to my other friend's house and she's also sensitive and she was seeing all these ghosts and like I don't know about ghosts, but she was like freaking out because she but there were all these ghosts around, and I was like telling all these ghosts, I was like, "Do you know your dad?" Because uh... <laughs> do you know your dad? <laughs> your do dad. You know your dad. Do you know your dad? Uh, so <sighs> you're dead. So you can just leave. And then I fucking got home, and I was like, "No!" And brought something with me. No. <laughs> no. And it's not mean. It's not bad. It doesn't really bother me. But I'm just like, God damn it! Like, Amy. Amy. I think come you back. were. I think you were too nice. Like you told them they were dead. They were so grateful to you that they're like, I'm coming home with you. If they were truly grateful, (laughs) they would just just go and be dead and cross over. You're right. You're right. Um, All right. This, uh, this has been a really, really fun Halloween episode. Uh huh. Spooky. I'm uh, I'm really glad Lauren got to join us for this one. You can pop in anytime. Me too. I know. From now on, yeah. if it feels like an easy month, I'm just going to be sending you guys messages like, hey, I have some free time. I Can need I a mini soda in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Amy usually uh, brings us out with a song. Amy, do you have a song Ooh. in you today? Um, Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. okay. Spooky, scary, Halloween, and Baba Yaga, scary. <laughs> When you find a dom dom of they are very hairy. Oh my goodness, don't hug over the threshold because they will take your food and put a lot of mold upon it. Spooky scary skeletons and Do you like the fade out that yeah, I Yeah, no, that was perfect. Yes. I don't even have to do anything for it the end of the episode. So it just fades away. Oh my gosh. I have tears in my eyes. That made my whole day. <laughs> I I you know what? There's a real risk because I never ever ever write a song beforehand. Yeah. So sometimes like I'll finish and Ashley will be like, Oh, and I'm like, Yeah, I know. Also agreed. Like that was really it wasn't bad. my best. It wasn't that my was best very work. stupid. But sometimes they're good yeah that one was um, perfect. i thought today's was great like you yeah covered I think everything. one of your best yeah. one of your best yeah. keep it beard <laughs> keep it beard keep it beard <laughs>